Don't look under the internet. I hit record. We're gonna give it a few seconds. Seconds. Seconds, Doug. Just a few. Couple, two, three. Boy, we have a, quite a few uh, patrons to shout out too. Look at that. Yeah, you on top of that or not? Nah? Yeah, I am. I've been, I'm always on top. Every time you guys are like a new patron, I have already messaged them saying hello. <laughs> Every time. That's not true. We had one today that messaged us before you messaged them. Nope, not true. Look, look back at the the, the receipts. We, I won't do. Th- Naho, I won't do that. Naho, yeah, I messaged them and then they messaged me back. So get at me. I was Joe. trying to catch you off guard. <sighs> there's no way, bro. There's no way. You know what else? There's no way. Uh, of. Welcome, well, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, everyone, to Don't Look Under the Internet, um, where we do a show, and you have to listen to it by law. Uh, Biden just passed that, that, that law, forcing everyone to listen and give five stars on Apple reviews and Spotify reviews. Um, I'm Mike. Um, that's Doug. Hi, and Jason's dead to us. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's that about sums that up. Yeah, this is uh, we we are aware it's been a weird month. Um, what with um, oh gosh, what was it? Jason going on vacation. I was on you, vacation you first. On vaca- yeah, you on vacation. Then me and Jason going on vacation, and now Jason unfortunately got the vid, so he can't. Yeah, he went. He went on a stupid fucking boat, (laughs) and that stupid boat was just a big old incubator for the Rona, and now he's dead. (laughs) Not from Rona. Um, he just ate some bad seafood. Yeah, he had a seal. They told him not to. (laughs) They warned you, Jason. They warned you not to do that. Seals are dirty creatures by nature. Um, so, speaking of seals, this is like the most random shit ever, extremely off topic, but I saw this fucking TikTok today, and it was like, what's the weirdest Make-A-Wish, like, like wish you've ever, like, come across, like, working for Make-A-Wish? And then the lady was like, yeah, this kid just wanted to smell a seal's breath. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wanted... Uh, I can't say I'm not a little bit curious myself. Would it just be straight up fishy or it, it, it stank? Or like what? they were like, yeah, he didn't enjoy it at all. I <laughs> <laughs> actually killed him earlier than the cancer did. <laughs> oh God! Um, oh, oh Jesus! I guess Anyways, I should, I, guess I should. We should explain this too. Doug sounds funny because he is also not feeling all that well, so he is yeah. in discard. I did. I I did it. I'm here though. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm sick or if it's just my allergies, but my throat feels like I have been sucking a lot of sandpaper penises for uh, a couple days, which is quite a bit. It's it's one of those things where like uh, uh, we just don't want to test 
the theory that you don't got Rona. <laughs> yeah, because you know why? Why? Why wouldn't I get it for a third fucking time? <laughs> I think the third time on the show too. Yeah, I, yeah. So we're going for the three peat on this one. Um, Actually, no, no, because yeah. we. I don't know. It don't matter. Twice, whatever. Either way. You know what I'm gonna do right now, Doug, just to get us out of this hole. Bird scooter. Dilute. Housekeeping. Okay. Um, we we got a couple new patrons we want to thank. Um, first and foremost, I'm gonna butcher this one, and I apologize because I think from what you messaged us, you're in Germany. Um, but uh, you're gonna say juvie. <laughs> they're in juvie. <laughs> they're tweeting at us from child prison, which is just a school. Got them. Um, Langs Elland. I th- hope that's how you pronounce it, or Langes uh, Elland. Anyway, thank you. We also have Mason Ferry, uh, and we have uh, Cassie uh, Laban, or Labahan. I, I, again, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, but I'm trying my hardest here. Uh, Cassie, no, Cassie Lab- Laban. Uh, and then we have Naho. Um, ha, no hoes. No you. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, thank you, you four. Um, if, that, that's super awesome that you guys uh, are supporting the show, and we are extremely thankful for it. Um, also, shout out to, I think, a couple people upped their yes, a few uh, people pledges. Did, so yeah. thank um, you as well. Yes, thank you to all of you that up your pledges as well. It goes a long way. You don't even realize it. Um, we see that every time. It's just hard to shout out because once that notification goes away, it's hard to find you because it doesn't. Patreon doesn't give us like an update on like who like increases their thing. So in order for us to find out, we would have to just like remember what you gave originally. Um, but th- it gives us one notification, and if we accidentally you know get rid of that notification, it's gone. Um, but yeah, thank you. We do see that. And we do appreciate all of you that raise your um, your patron uh, your, your tier as well. That's super awesome. Uh, we cannot thank you guys enough. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, and if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash Um You can give us something or you could give us nothing. Up to you. So you could either do something... <laughs> Or nothing at all. <laughs> I just listened to that episode too again before this. Oh the, yeah, I'm, yeah, that should crack me up. Yeah, I was, I was very stupid. I don't know what point I was. I was like reading, looking back at. It, I'm like, what the fuck was I trying to say? This doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, we're also speaking of Patreon stuff. Uh, we're uh, if you're in Patreon, I don't know if Mike did this already or not, but we're looking for some good ideas to be a little more interactive with our Patreons. So please comment on the post that he puts and uh, let us know what you guys would like to see um, yeah, you us guys, put on there. Yeah, we, again, I, I put it in the post and everything, but like, um, what would you like to see, you know, in theory, if we were to add like a new tier or add to other tiers, what are some things that you would want to see from us? You know, like a Q&A or like, you know, a one-on-one type of deal or like a, 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 a game night, a board night, things like that. Just drop any type of ideas that you got um because we definitely are looking for something to keep you guys entertained uh you guys do give us money so we want to make sure that you get your money's worth out of it um that goes for the discord too if you're in our discord i put a similar message in the discord as well because we want to give you guys a little something awesome uh for being in there as well so uh yeah uh comment in the discord as well let us know what you think it's probably gonna be a little late at this point but um yeah if you come up with any ideas in the discord um drop it in the the general chat uh, and we'll go from there. 
Um, yeah, and if anybody subs like a thousand bucks for no reason, you will I'll, you will get a picture of my asshole sent to you in the mail. <laughs> I will send a picture of me ravishing your father. How does that sound? Um, yeah, and and it, he will he will enjoy it just like I will because it's for a thousand smackerinos. I guess that's my hell yeah. You know that that old joke where it's like, oh, how would you have sex with a man for a million dollars? And people are like, yeah, okay. How about five hundred thousand? They just keep going down. Apparently, my number is a thousand because I just confirmed that. Um, which I guess is a pretty standard. Uh. A good, it's pretty good. That's a good number. Good. Yeah. That's a good story. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, you want to know what else is a good story? <laughs> <laughs> another good story. I don't know. I'm not sure if I do or not, actually. We have another good story, uh, and it's involving a valley. This one not being your father's butthole, um, but it is a valley in Canada. We're talking about the Valley of Headless Men. Or women. <laughs> uh, actually, I don't think there's any headless women in this one. Yo, no spoilers. You know what? You'll see. I just wanted to be inclusive. That's true. That's true. Good job. Good job. You're keeping us away from the woke leftist mob that is coming for us. Up yours, woke moralists. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I fucking love those videos. That being said, I guess. Yeah, so do, do me a favor and yeah. K the P. Yep, let's do it. Um so where do where we do start? we start? What is this <laughs> what is this valley? So uh this valley is called the uh right now it is called the Nahani National Park Reserve. And it is in uh De- the Daycho region of the Northwest Territories in Canada. Um it is basically this giant chunk of wilderness um the centerpiece of this park is the south nahani river um there are four noteworthy canyons uh, canyons reaching roughly around 1000 meters in depth um and they are so easily called the first the second the third and the fourth canyon they made it real easy for stupids like me um so, Big stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so another fun little fact is the name Nahani uh, comes from the indigenous uh, Dene language. Uh, and that's kind of where the name came from, which is fun. So it came from a native language. Um, it came from the word Naha Dehi, which means river of the land of the Naha people. Um, Original. Yeah, right. Um, they really... They really thought that one out. Yeah, real they, hard. they nailed the name on there. It's like, yes, I named this uh, Chateau de Allen. It means the house of the Allen. <laughs> 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 um, so, uh, like I mentioned before, this area, the, the Nahani area, is just straight up the wilderness. Like, it's hella dangerous here. Um, the f- area that we're focusing on is this 11,000 mile strip of land that is basically completely isolated from the rest of the world. Like you cannot get into this place unless you take a boat, take a helicopter, or if you're f- fucking bear grills on steroids and you decide you want to try to, you know, hike through this thing. Um, but be forewarned, that's probably not the best idea <laughs> from everything that we've established. Um, yeah. But to put it, yeah, but to put it in perspective for how big this place is, um, we actually did a little bit of research um, on the Valley of Headless Men. Um, 
by a there's a YouTuber that breaks it down very wonderfully, um, Mr. Balan. Um, and he gave it a good explanation that I liked. So I'm going to say this. The area is so big. It's roughly four times the size of Germany. Um, and yeah. And Germany has, I believe he said roughly about 20 million people living in it. This place has 50,000. So it is extremely isolated, virtually untouched by man. Um, yeah, it's like a fucking like jungle basically. Yeah. The only, like, um, go ahead. I was just thinking, like, you know, every every fucking movie you've ever seen that depicts, like, a treacherous jungle is what I imagine. You know, like, like the wilderness. Like, like Jumanji. Oh, so for me, because it's Canada, I just think all evergreens. Well, yeah, just, that's yeah. fair. I know it's not a, a tropical forest, but... There's a tiger in Canada! <laughs> uh, but that the only people that really do live in the Nahani area are some of these native tribes, and even then... It's hard to say that they even live there anymore. Yeah, a lot of the the tribes actually uh, that settled there at any point in time, and this is kind of where we start to get into the the craziness of it all, is that they uh, either disappeared completely uh, or they just up and left. And a lot of them said, you know, there's these white demons that are stalking us and, uh, you know, terrorizing them. So they, they were like, nah, we're, we're out of here. I think that's just the white man. I've seen Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah, that's, times. that makes sense. It's definitely just white people. <laughs> um, but uh, this tribe that disappeared from here, uh, they're called the Naha tribe, which I guess is, you know, makes sense because mm-hmm. we're in the Nahani Valley. Um, but so this tribe, um, basically the Dene tell that, these uh the, this tribe was a very warlike tribe um they lived up in the high mountains uh descended into lowlands to raid and kill things uh but they became the main foes of the denny people uh and were actually greatly feared by them uh so basically uh the only histories we have of this are actually oral histories um and they that- name uh like the name itself is very important to this yeah that's that's kind of how um uh, didn't we cover skinwalkers and it's a very similar thing. Like a lot of the native, like, uh, uh, or like the native cultures stories are all passed down like orally. A lot of them weren't written down from what I remember reading on like the skinwalker legends too. We, we, we haven't covered skinwalkers what, yet. What was the one that we covered that was talking about that? Uh, I think that was Gemini. Wasn't there a bunch of like, no, it was, shit? A, it was a cryptid. I remember that. You keep talking. Oh, oh, uh, it was the it was the smoking monk shit monkey. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the smoking shit monkey. I thought we covered. You know what I'm talking about? No, yeah, we no, have not. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, um, it was it was the the tunnel. That's the the yeah, Canadian yeah. tunnel monsters. Um. Okay, anyways, back on track here. So, If you're a patron, I highly recommend listening to that episode. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's very, very good. Uh, you're missing out if you haven't. But uh, So these uh, Denny peoples, uh, they, we only have their oral history of this tribe. And uh, it's very like important because this kind of claims proof to the story since, you know, they don't really have a bunch of writings or books and stuff like that that they can just you know, that we have access to. So, uh, the Denny state that the Naha people simply vanished at once, uh, just stopped raiding lands, just disappeared altogether. 
And mystery surrounds these so-called Nahas, uh, but no trace of them has ever been found. Uh, so, so far, we only have the stories, like I said, uh, but maybe they migrated somewhere, uh, died of disease, just killed each other. We don't really know, but uh, maybe they're, you know, hiding in plain sight. Maybe they're these crazy demon monsters that uh, people claim to see out there. Maybe. I mean, it, again, the, the it, is a, it is a vast area. So, again, they, they could be living out there and we just haven't, you know, bumped into them lately. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny, too, because uh, I was, you know, doing a little research into a little a couple other places. Uh, this makes me feel like I know what our next... Uh, uh cryptid episode should be yep <laughs> yep so, <laughs> so yeah but speaking of good stories um the reason this whole like you know this whole topic we're even covering it is because some of the strange and unusual stories that are taking place oh and, and, there's, some, and there's, we mean a lot <laughs> <laughs> we, we we mean about 45 um <laughs> But I think the most famous one uh, that we can talk about that really sets the tone for this valley uh, becoming known as the the Headless Valley uh, is the McLeod Brothers story. Yeah. Uh, so basically it starts like this. We got Will, Frank, and Charlie. They all decide they're going to go look for some gold out in this uh, this region, right? So they start making their way all the way out there. Um into this like very lush dense forest they they had a really good stash of uh like supplies they brought with them they were using sleds boats and they were all making their own their own stuff uh to do this um so they end up making their way onto a a part of the river called the flat river and this river is anything but flat it's actually extremely curvy up and down through valleys, yeah, etc. They pulled a fucking Greenland Iceland on. <laughs> yeah, on right. Everyone. They're like, they're like, ha, idiots. Fucking, Those it's not flat at real all. Flat rivers, and I got you, bitch. So they end up on this flat river, and they go down it for a little ways, and they decide, you know, we're gonna set up camp here. And right as they set up camp, they start looking for gold. So they they pull out their their sleut. Sleuth, sleuthers I, for, I forget what they're called but they basically end up pulling out all their gold my uh you know mining equipment and they find a ton of gold in the river like i'm talking like just a shit ton they found so much that they were just able to do it consistently for two days did you um have the same thought i did while reading like um all these stories where every single person here just uh looks like a uh, fucking prospector pete from toy story <laughs> yeah no <laughs> absolutely that's exactly I, how they look to me like you found gold just like yeah i don't got all the gold yeah. and he's like dancing around on the fucking dirt just like i got the gold i was actually i i i see that a hundred percent but i was actually thinking of the the weird uh doll from aqua teen hunger force that meatwad wanted and it was just like a prospector guy like looked exactly like what you're talking about but he's like Everything he said was just commence the jiggling, everybody. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I was imagining. I'll show you a picture later. But uh Oh, I'm looking it up right now. Oh, yeah, you oh do I've that. seen that thing before. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah, got right? the fucking the the liquor bottle in his hand and everything. Yep, and he's just fucking in his uh red yep. uh under uh underwear and shit. Hell yeah. Alright, so 
back on track again. Um, so yeah, they find tons of gold and they're like, you know what? We're going to do this for the next two days. Here we go. You know what? We have a fuck ton of gold now. Let's get out of here. Go sell what we have and come back later. So as they make their way back up the river, their fucking boat breaks and they pretty much almost lose everything they have. They lost all the gold, but they did manage to keep some of the uh, wooden planks that they had brought with. Uh, so they were able to swim back to shore, recuperate a little bit, and make a completely new boat. Uh, so they do, they do that, and they head back to where they originally find the gold. Now, the next day, while they're you know looking for gold, they cannot find any at all. Yeah, so they're like, like one of the one of the bros just like fuck that I'm not going with you. <laughs> He's uh, like, not yet, not yet. So they haven't gone home yet after this. So oh, that's right. Sorry, you're absolutely right. So they can't find any gold at all. So they're like fuck it, we're out of here. They go back home. So a little while after returning, they decide they need to go back and get more gold. That's all they can think about. But the brother Charlie. He's like, fuck y'all. You're stupid. <laughs> that was way too close of a call. I hate you guys. You're dead to me. Doesn't go with them. <laughs> yeah. I, the, the best part is, like, from, like, the legend, uh, didn't they, like, uh, uh, when they, when they like, went back to find gold, wasn't their boat all fucked up and they made a new one or something? Uh, I don't, I'm not. I'm entirely sure which part you're talking about. I still have a lot of story left. Go ahead. So like, I'm. I don't. I'm. Go ahead. I'm dumb today. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. With the magic of editing, uh, I can just remove that. Edit so, this in. My name is Jason. I'm really horny. <laughs> got you. Got thank you, fam. Thank you, thank you. I don't know why um, I made him sound like the guy from fucking, uh, was it Grandma's Boy? <laughs> I am a robot. <laughs> How did he see me? Ah, <laughs> oh, good times, dude. Killing it. I know. Alright, so a few months after Charlie decides not to go back with them, the two brothers actually make their way back into the valley. Uh, and they go with this traveling partner, who I believe his name is Robert, or something like that. Um, so... Charlie uh, ended up not, like, really giving a shit about them doing this. So uh, when his brothers left and weren't back after a couple of weeks, uh, he was just, like, not really worried about it. He's like, oh, they found gold. They brought it back. They're making you know a ton of money. There's three of them out there. They're fine. Like, whatever. So weeks turned into months. And basically a whole nother year passes. He hears nothing from his brothers. So he's like, well... This ain't great. So he uh, takes four people from town with him to go search for them. Uh, The search goes nothing at all how they had imagined. Uh, They travel down the flat river, uh, and basically they're looking on their left and their right, going down this river, trying to find any source of, like, recognition of, like, somebody was staying there, that there's people there, etc. They don't find shit. Um, This river is massive, like... Uh, Mike had already said it's you know three thousand feet of rock face above and a thousand feet deep of water, yeah, which that's is like terrifying to me, man. Like I will not touch water that is over like like if if it's like a pool, it's fine. But if it's like open water, I'm not going past waist. Yeah, it, it's that that's that is a that fear is real for sure. Like that just seems like you know don't be a novice and go on this river. Yeah, which they kind of are, but kind of aren't. So 
either way, during this like search and rescue mission, they're also kind of seeing all the shit for the first time. So you've got caves and just like tons of them on these rock faces. So you they, you know they could be anywhere. They could literally be in any of these spaces, and they have really no way to reach them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they finally make it into the part of the river known as the First Canyon which they actually end up traveling like from four, three, two to one and uh, so forth. But uh, they finally get to the first Canyon and um, they finally had enough space for the boat to actually reach land and trees and like actually dock. So like everything before that was literally just like rock face, uh, which is why they couldn't really do a whole lot. So they finally, finally see a tent set up on the shore of this Canyon. And, uh, Pretty much, you could just immediately see a body very visibly there. Um, and lo and behold, the man was missing his head. Oh, exactly. Big spook. Um, the other, he was missing so, the head of his penis. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a half a boner. <laughs> uh, but so they're like, well, shit, he doesn't have a head. We don't know who it is. So they go into the tent and they find a second body. And this body is about half in, half out of the tent, also missing its head. The fuck? Mm. So they never found the 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 heads of the bodies uh, at all. They were just completely gone. Um, but they did find a bunch of their personal belongings and confirmed that it was, in fact, his two brothers. Mm. Uh, and they end up finding the last body, Robert, a little ways down the river, uh, like super decomposed. Uh, and it was never confirmed to be him, but they kind of just were like, yep, that's Robert. Bye. <laughs> we know a Robert when we see a Robert. <laughs> right. Well, and the the, uh, the weird thing was like how they were posed too, you know? Yeah. The first, so the first body uh, looked like it was like almost like reaching out to grab something like before it got decapitated. Um, and the other body was like, like straight up covered. Yeah. Which I don't, I, I don't know this, that, that doesn't. So, so they, this will actually tie into that. Yeah. Um, so the police claimed that uh, what happened was that they starved and animals came and just ate their heads, which makes no fucking sense because like, like you're, like you were saying the first one was like reaching for something. They found his gun where he was reaching at. Yeah, like, exactly. So he was reaching for his gun. He didn't starve to death. You don't starve to death reaching for your gun. Oh, absolutely not. And that that begs so this once this uh story hit the public, they were like super divided. Like uh half the people were like, Oh yeah, they just starved and you know, animals ate them. And then the other half was like, nah nah nah. No way. Not today, fam. Uh <laughs> they were pretty much like, Yeah, it's like some spooky shit out they there. Said, what is it exactly? I don't know. They but... all said nope. <laughs> and yeah. just fucked off away from there. Nope. But uh, yeah, that's this is the point in time where uh, the valley going forward is now being revered, referred to as the Headless Valley. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, you know what? We are staying far, far away from this place. I think, was it on this one that they found like one of the bodies like carved something into a tree saying like we struck gold or something? Uh, Possibly. I don't remember which story it was. There, we shit you not. There's like fucking... 11 stories that we're talking about today um i think it was this one i think it was robert's body uh the decomposing body they found by a tree and in the tree was carved in like we struck gold or something 
Um, well, yeah, I think that was Robert's body. It was actually, something, now it was that you mention it, something weird like that. But what a weird thing to carve! Like, because they found it next to his body, so it's like either he carved it after he died or during he's dying. He's like, I gotta let him know. Like, at least I went out rich. <laughs> <laughs> and then they didn't. They Wonderful. didn't find. They didn't find any of the gold. I don't think either. No, I don't. I don't know if anyone's actually like returned with gold. Yeah, because yeah, it was that one. Yeah, because they they found the the letter that Robert wrote saying that Robert wrote that they, they struck gold, but they're like we didn't find any gold around them. So, what the fuck? Fucking um, Robert. Fucking <laughs> no, never mind. I was gonna say Dick, but that's a Richard. <laughs> do you do you remember what year that took place in? Nope. <laughs> I, it's it's the early 1900s. I know that because yeah, um, I think it was like the early. I think 20s. it was like I think it was no, it was way earlier than that. It was like nineteen oh six or something like that. Um because Oh wait, actually hold on. You keep talking about stuff. Well I'm gonna go on to my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Do that. So after this fuck up with the McClouds, we have um a man named Martin Jorgensen, where in nineteen thirteen he basically nineteen oh four. Nineteen oh four, yeah. So in nineteen oh four is when the McClouds shit happened in 1913 we have a man named martin jorgensen who is also a uh, a gold prospector which you're going to be seeing that a lot here <laughs> which i'm very surprised with how long gold prospectors have been around for i thought that was just like an 1800s thing no <laughs> apparently not um in 1913 this man martin he don't give a fuck about the legends of the valley um this dude decided uh, he, him and his partners, he had two partners. Um, he t- was talking to his partners about how he wanted to go gold prospecting up in the fucking Valley. He's like, I don't care about, you know, these myths, these legends. I want the gold. I want to be rich. <clears throat> his partners wouldn't go with him. So Martin Jorgensen decides he's going to go solo up flat river and he sets up shop. Um, I want to say it was like 70 miles off of where, uh, the McLeod's incident happened. And he builds himself a one-room cabin because he plans on staying here for a long time. He's going to stay through the winter and then return in the springtime with a fuckload load of gold. <clears throat> Which, first and foremost, I don't want to, like, I'm not, I'm not about to go into, like, how people are today. But this man built a cabin. <laughs> like, he would Yo, camping. The amount of that, the amount of that happening in these stories is alarming. Like, how I don't even know how you would go about building a cabin, and this is apparently just commonplace things to do back then. This is 1913. This guy built a one-room cabin that was able to that that he built so it could survive through the winter. How what? How do you learn that skill? Who? What I was, mean, what was they had to on? be crafty, right? I, I guess back then, yeah, they didn't have like YouTube or anything, so they needed some form of entertainment. And I guess this building houses was that because. Jesus Christ. Like, I, I can tell you right now, if I get stranded in some sort of wilderness, the the best I'm going to do, like, shelter-wise, is, like, taking a few branches and stacking them on top of a log and hoping that it just sits. Like, I, I'm going to die if I'm ever in the wilderness. Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. <laughs> I don't do enough of anything to survive out there. Yeah, I, I don't know how to start a fire. I don't know how to make a camp. I'm I'm dead. If the fucking apocalypse happens, I'm the first to go. And I accept that. That's fine. That's, that's who I am. I'm too cozy with my life here. Um, but anyway, so this guy, uh, after building his cabin, 
Um, he started. He found an absolute fuck load of gold, like an obscene amount of fucking gold. And uh, he let his partners back home know, like he uh, he like wrote them a letter because they were stationed. They're like camping out, um, you know, a couple couple like miles away. They would camp out there, get his 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 note from him, and then they would leave. Um, so he's like, hey. I hit a fuckload of gold. Um, let's plan to make a meetup spot <clears throat> and we can go from there. So they said in one year's time, they're going to meet up at this one location. They're going to have the fuckload of gold together and they're going to take it back and everything's going to be great. So one year goes by and Martin's partners go back to the location that they're supposed to meet and they wait a few days for Martin. They wait a few more days. In a few more days. And Martin never shows. His partners, who are hella worried about him now, they go into the valley. They found his cabin and it was burned to the ground. And what do you think was lying next to the cabin? A burnt, headless corpse of one Martin Jorgensen. They also could not find the gold that Martin said he found. And this is the weird thing. The police were telling people that this had absolutely nothing to do with the McLeod's deaths. That sure. Yeah, that is probably the most suspicious part to me. I feel like the police are covering this shit up. Uh, Dead as fuck, cabin burned to the ground. And that is only the second uh, story. And here's the thing. I say stories. These are all real. These all happen. They have like yeah, instant, all, they have instant all IRL. Yeah, they have instant reports. They have police reports. All of these happened. Like you can find the records for these. That's the crazy part. Wow, that story was fantastic, Wowie's Mike. Out. Thank <laughs> you for that. We didn't um, just come back from a break. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. I'm dying. You okay? Yeah. yeah. Good. Um, all right. Sorry, so, sorry, my my, I, not not to cut off you, but my uh, not to, you, not to cut you off, but I'm off. I'm gonna cut you off. Yeah, do it. Go ahead. Uh, my COVID cough is still around, so I apologize. I'm sorry. <coughs> anyway, go ahead. Okay, I'm going. Here I go. <laughs> About to do it. <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pre. I'm gonna pre. <laughs> Wowie zowie. Here we cool. are. <laughs> Very fun. We did not just take a big break because Michael goofed on making the outline. Um, <laughs> Whoops. So after Martin Jorgensen got his whole uh, head kebab, his kappa detated from his head, um, we have a woman named Annie Lafferty. Woman. A woman. And this story takes place in 1926. And by story, again, like this shit actually happened. You can look it up. There's like police reports and shit. Um, but a hunting party, I'm assuming for gold, uh, went out over to Flat River. Um, this entire party uh, was hanging out, and he was part of the party. Uh, and they were just hanging out at the campfire one night, and they went to bed. They wake up the next morning, and Annie's gone. Uh, the hunting party spends the entire fucking day looking for Annie, and they find fuck all. They cannot find where the fuck she went. So they get the police involved, because that's always a good idea. Um, because they've proved before with the McLeods and Martin Jorgensen that uh, they can totally relate they, these these 
stories together or these these you know deaths together. So, um, they get the cops involved and they make a search party, and this search party finds nothing. It's a couple months go by. I want to say it's like seven months or so. Um, and there's this guy named Charlie um, who comes out and he goes to the police and he tells them his story about what was going on that night. Now, Doug, Doug, Doug. Yeah. Doug. Yeah. Yeah. This, this man, Charlie. Uh huh. I'm going to tell you about him real quick. You tell me how you think he looks. Okay. So this man, Charlie, describes to the police that he was camping out near the hunting party. He was not part of the the hunting party. He was just camping out close to them, like across the river. So um, he tells the cops all about that night. And he talks about how he was sleeping one night at his own campsite by himself when he heard rocks splashing into the water. He thought nothing of it at first, but it kept happening. And these are like medium-sized fucking rocks, like rocks that you can like fit in your fucking hand. They're they're decently sized. Um, and he mentions how he keeps hearing these rocks hitting the water. So he goes out to investigate. And so he looks up. And he looks up to the mountainside, and he sees a naked woman, a naked white woman, uh, running up this on all fours, just running up the mountainside, uh, just knocking rocks into the water. Um, and then she turns her face to look at him and he says that she had a face that looked like it was possessed. Now this guy again is camping by himself. What do you, what do you think this Charlie fucker looks like? Cause I'm imagining this has to be one rough motherfucker. If he's just camping by himself in this headless Valley. Well, I was going to say inspector gadget. <laughs> But now that you mention that, <laughs> the Matthew uh, Broderick version, or <laughs> I just imagine that weird dude that you see on like videos and TikToks that like dances in a speedo, and he's like got the really crazy hair and beard, I and he's don't just like, know who you're talking about? Well, let me find a picture. That's great. Crazy <laughs> dancing man. Go go gadget. Oh no! This one's even better. Hold on. Oh no! I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send the. I'm gonna send the picture in Discord for everyone Great. to see. I will not look at it. But anyway, so he said that she had a face that looked like it was possessed. He said her eyes were not human eyes. Um, Mike, you should look at it. Oh, for fuck's sake! Fine, I'll take a peekity peek. Where are we at? I don't even know anymore. Oh God, we're in. For those who don't have the 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 thing, I don't see him the fuck you mean are you are you in general no are you in for those who don't have mics oh it's the guy in the gif the pizza guy no it's not the pizza guy the one that i sent you're not in here oh there you are oh bald man oh he's scary yeah (laughs) okay yeah i can totally see that (laughs) anyway we got meta there for a second (laughs) um but so the the weird thing with this one everyone assumes that this woman that was running like naked through the mountains was Annie Lafferty because she went missing. And that woman that was running naked through the wilderness was not seen again either because Charlie knew if you're running naked through this type of wilderness, you're not, you're not living through it. Doug, get your fucking beard out of your mic or whatever you're doing. (laughs) I'm not even doing anything. Oh, I hear a bunch of, of, of rustling, rustling around. Fuck you. Okay. 
um, but yeah, the, the police like had a sketch of Annie Lafferty and they showed Charlie uh, that sketch. And they're like, is this the woman that you saw? And he's just like, I, I think, I don't know, because in his defense, it was nighttime. Um, and it was just a white woman back then. Uh, so who the fuck knows? But that's the story of Annie Lafferty just disappearing as well. And I want to put this out there. The way that Mike keeps referring to her as a white woman isn't like she was just some white lady. She she was like legit, like oh, yeah, all she, white, yeah, like, like a pale. demon. Yeah, she was like she was seen as to, as. Yeah, I should have uh, mentioned that. I'm sorry. She was seen as, to Charlie as like pale. White. No, like, not albino. Like. Oh, much I, different. Oh, I thought he mentioned she was like albino white. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess you could say albino like white, glowing. but like she was like, she was like, yeah, glowing like white, like fucking straight paper. Yeah, like porcelain white. Like she was like glowing in the moonlight white. Sounds magical. It might be, Doug. It might be. Anyway, wow, we zowie. That, uh, that, that this brings us to the man who I think has the best porn name ever created. Phil. Powers, <laughs> Phil Powers. He sounds like he's gonna sell me um, a vacuum cleaner at, at your front door, <laughs> or or an OxyClean commercial. <laughs> he saw what, what's his name? Phil Swift uh, does um, flex tape and all that. This is him. He should be doing fucking uh, infomercials. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, yeah, yeah, I could see it. He's got he's got a power name. Um, so, Phil Powers. Speaking of, uh, in 1931. He decides. Uh, he decides to, you know, go and build a fucking cabin in this fucking valley and go gold hunting, because that hasn't led to bad things at all yet for anyone. Right. So, and here's the thing that's weird to me. Do Do you have a a date on this guy at all? Yeah, it said 1931. Oh, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. It's 1931. And we still have gold prospectors. What's happening? Hell yeah, dude. They 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 were out there. They they were doing it for a while. People still do that shit for the most part, yeah. like not really? as well, but I guess yeah, there's still that people show. that do that shit. Was it like Alaskan Gold Rush or something like that? Hell yeah, fucking that's what Jason's about to be doing. Um, <laughs> but so this guy has such a tragic like short story. So he goes to the valley, builds a cabin. Literally within a day or two, it catches fire and he burns to death inside of it. <laughs> Yeah, very and unfortunate. It was just bada bing, bada boom. Went out, died immediately. Um, the police said that they thought the fire started because the uh, like the his like uh, wood burning uh, stove uh, like caught fire at the roof of the cabin. But the weird thing about that is, if the roof caught on fire, that would have given him plenty of time to get out of said cabin. Yeah, right. But they also determined that he was already dead before the house burned down. So something killed this man and then lit his fucking cabin on fire and skedaddled. <laughs> it just doesn't it doesn't add up, Mike. It doesn't make any something sense. Something about like uh you know, if we're going into like mythical territory, I just imagine this giant mythical creature just murdering this guy, setting his cabin on fire, and then just skedaddling into the woods <laughs> like he's just like yippee like yeah, of a skip yeah he just like skips out skips away <laughs> like he's going down the yellow brick road or something <laughs> bye idiot <laughs> i killed you 
Um, but yeah, that's yeah, no, I, so now, now we have the, the John O'Brien story, uh, which is kind of similar. And from what we can gather, this took place in 1945. So John O'Brien and his partner do what everyone else does and decide to go to the Nahani Valley, despite whatever the hell is decapitating and lighting all these people on fire. So they set up camp just like the rest, and they end up finding gold. So John says, I'm going to go check the traps that we'd set up along the river. I'll be back in about eight or nine days. So after eight or nine days, he doesn't come back. His partner's like, well, shit. So he needs to go out looking for him now. uh, And he actually runs into another prospector who was out there at the same time. Look across the And then finally, they end up coming across his frozen body. It literally, when they found him, it looked like he was literally still sitting at his campsite doing whatever it was he was doing before he just flash froze. Yeah, Um, so weird. And literally nothing about that made any sense. Like, he would have literally had to have been out there way longer than that to freeze to death the way he did. He He was just straight up. He had his matches in hand. Like. Exactly. Like, he was literally just right there, frozen as fuck. It's crazy. That one, um, is, like, and, that one is the weirdest to me. Yeah, that gives me um, fucking uh, th- uh, the Dale of Pass vibes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like, straight flash frozen in an instant, this man just dies. Like, it's so crazy. I, I don't even know. I can't even imagine what that would be like. If that's even um, happened. Yeah. Uh, the next story we have is uh, of William Appler and Joseph Mulholland. Um, I actually couldn't find a date on this one specifically, so this might be out of order, but hopefully it's in chronological order with the way that we research things. Um, this is like the dumbest shit ever. So <laughs> these two guys enter the valley and try and press their luck and literally end up going missing after a day. When their cabin was finally found by some people, it was burned to their ground and Literally, their bodies were never recovered. They weren't in the ashes of the cabin. They just completely disappeared. And that's all we have on those. Yeah, it's fucking wild. And, and again, another fucking cabin burned down. Like that, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame, shame on, shame on you. Fool me twice, fool me three times. Fool, 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 fool the king. Fool, fool again. You got this, buddy. That's a George Bush quote. Anyway, I lied. I lied. You don't. You don't got this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I'm still like taken aback a by fucking John O'Brien's. The fact that again, he had like he was just sitting there, like you know, if you're freezing to death and you have your your matchbook in hand, you're not just gonna sit on a fucking stump. You know what I mean? It, it, just, it just said that he like death. didn't even react. Like yeah. he had no reaction on his face yeah. either. Like the 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 fucking William Appler and the John Mahalan one is interesting, but that one is that one got me the most, I think, so far. Um we come across uh another one of mine, a man named Ernest Sabbard. Uh this takes place in nineteen forty five, uh the same as John O'Brien. So um potentially the same timeline here. Um but very similar. I, I can imagine that there's probably a lot of people doing the gold. Oh, prospecting at this yeah. time, so 
hundred percent. But again, you say at this time it's nineteen forty five. I I thought gold prospecting ended in like the eighteen hundreds, man. Like I'm flabbergasted. Nah, man. There's a lot of gold that we haven't discovered. I'm sure. Yeah, apparently. Um, but um, Ernest had a very weird outcome. Um, he went out prospecting for gold. He went missing. Um, his uh, gold hunting partners went out looking for him, and they found his body in his sleeping bag, decapitated. Whoa! Why? Yeah, he was just decapitated in his sleeping bag. Again, the cops wrote it off as you know, and he was in his sleeping bag. He died of you know the cold, uh, and predators took his head away. I just don't understand, like, what's going on through these people's head. They're like, oh, yeah, I mean, everyone else that's come out here has only been, get de- de- like, decapitated or set on fire. Like, I- I'm, I'll am i be fine. Yeah, I'll be different. My- I'm different. I'm special. You are special, it. Mike. Thank you. Um, then, after Ernest Sabbard, we have John Patterson, uh, who, in 1946, went missing and then was never found. Uh, the police went searching for him one night um, when a group of um, uh, like native, you know, uh, tribes people came up to the police camp and they told them about these white creatures that are in the area that are extremely dangerous. Um, this tribe left the police's camp uh, after telling about the story about these white creatures um, and just kind of disappeared and, and just left. Um the entirety of the night, the police's search camp heard nothing but these like ominous, mysterious howls and screeches throughout all of the woods um, to where the head of the search team said that it felt like the valley was trying to scare them away. Just a lot of like, huh, in the night. <laughs> you cut off. So all I heard was this, huh. <laughs> Yeah, all of a sudden my mic just seems to be taking a shit, so it's fine. <laughs> it's just all they heard throughout the night was just ha, 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 Hey, I love you, sassy. Ha. <laughs> if it doesn't go ha in the night, then I don't know what it then, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah who knows? <laughs> it might be Jason. Um, it is Jason. I kind of figured, but either way. Yeah. But so in the 70s, um, the valley became a national park um, and a huge uh, amount of areas of the uh, the uh, Nahani Valley were closed to the public, like absolutely shut down. Um, and it's making it even more difficult for people to visit the valley. They say it's to, you know, protect people. Uh, from the wilderness and, you know, the wildlife that's out there, which, yeah, that makes sense. Um, But we're about to get into, you know, what we think of this. Um, I have some ideas on why the government shut this down, and I'm pretty sure you agree with me, Doug. Um, So, yeah, after the 70s, I, I, I guess I should say after the 40s, um, the amount of like stories and sightings drastically decreased. Um, but a lot of that can be um, tied to the fact that 
the government in Canada shut down this park, basically, almost the entirety of the park to the public. Uh, they are not allowing people in there at fucking all. Um, so with that being said, Doug, what the fuck do you think is going on here? Being a uh, big fan of cryptozoology, like I know you are, Mike, I think you might know where I'm going with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is a this is I think this is a crypto that we haven't covered yet on our cryptic corner. Uh, but I this this all of this to me sounds like the Wahila. Yeah, yeah. I I mean it's so without going too far into what I, the Wahila is, it's a giant white like wolf uh, or a saber wolf. Um, but they're like think you know think ghosts from Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. Um, but they're just known to be like major hunters, uh, who like kill heavily for sport on their end. So that would make sense why they're just biting people's heads off, but it doesn't explain the fires unless they have thumbs and lighters. I don't know. So wouldn't those just also be just dire wolves? Uh, yeah. I mean, the Wahila is like definitely like less of a cryptid and more of like a, like a, a thing that once like, lived, like a saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, pretty much. Like that's actually a nickname, the saber wolf. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, but they're they're just like really quick. Uh, they're just fucking huge dogs, and they they're described as evil spirits. Um, and they actually have supernatural powers. So, yeah, they can. Uh, um, oh God, I just looked it up too. Um. It, they're literally described as killing people by removing their heads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of crazy. I mean, that's that's what I want it to be. Uh, maybe maybe there is just a tribe that lives out there. I don't, uh, I don't think it's a tribe thing at all. Like, maybe they made a made a deal with the Wahilas. Maybe. Who knows. I honest, it's either like a Wahila thing or like a dire wolf thing, or you know, it could be like a uh, like a Wendigo slash Skinwalker thing. Um, I mean, Skinwalkers. We 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 skipped over a couple things, but there are tales of the um uh the first uh the First Nation people that lived in that area um that had like transformative abilities. That is essentially what a skinwalker is. A skinwalker, a skinwalker can go from being a human to, you know, whatever their spiritual animal is, whether that be like a wolf or like a hawk or anything like that. Um, but it might yeah. be like a skinwalker out there. Um, it could be a wendigo. Um, it could be a wendigo. I was just going to say that too. They're very uh, like cave dwelling, uh, you know, upright kind of like I mean, bipedal what sells me on the demons uh, what sells me on the wendigo thing the most is that the the tribe people uh mention white creatures and the wendigo is notoriously notoriously known as being some giant like yeah they're like creature. lanky long yeah, and that's white. what it was we covered the wendigo before that's what i was talking about uh, skinwalkers we covered the wendigo yeah sure <laughs> i know we have i hundred percent i, I, I we think have. we might have i honestly at this point <laughs> don't even remember all the cryptos I, I, we've I, done. I know we have for a fact. We covered the Wendigo. That's what it was. Um, because the description of the Wendigo, um, what we know of it today with like having like the the deer antlers and the deer skull and everything, that's completely made up. Like that's not what they look like. They look like tall, skinny, lanky, pale creatures. Um actually we did I remember yeah, 
because yeah. remember this? Yeah, because I was talking about Supernatural yeah. because they do like a really early on Wendigo uh, episode, like in the first season. Mm-hmm. Oh, the first season was so fun. It um, was, but yeah, I I I think it might be a Wendigo, especially because of the the head stealing thing. There's there's some folklore with um, uh, Wendigos, like, and and it's it's you know. With Wendigos nowadays, a lot of the folklore could be, you know, made up for just like modern audiences and everything. Um, but I just, ironically enough, before even looking into this um, topic, when I was on vacation, um, we listened to a uh, scary Spotify story about a thing called the Wampalung. Um, and it's from a, uh, a podcast. Hang on, I'm going to look it up right now because I actually enjoyed it thoroughly. So I'm going to recommend it. Um, it is from, uh, Dr. No Sleep's Horror Stories. Um, but he had one in there called the Wampalung, which basically you say the Wampalung three times, you shout it in the forest, and then this thing would come out. It's basically a Wendigo. It would, like, imitate the form of someone that you know to try to, like, persuade you to come into the forest. But once, It's a little, a little beetle juicy. A little bit, yeah. Um, but once you go into the forest, it kills you. It takes your head um so it can use your your head as like a mask to coerce other people to come into it uh into the forest um i think that might be what's going on here it's taking heads to use them um to like try to persuade other people to come in like hey no i'm not a monster look i'm just a guy come over here and help it's, me out and it's then, your old pal it's your old pal tim and then baka, 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 dies like he I kills think him was, was shot with a was he shooting him with a gat or what what was that? <laughs> well as All right, cool. as society moves along, uh so is the Wendigo. The Wendigo went from, you know, just murdering you with its bare hands to picking up a fucking Smith and Wesson and just They have to get with the times, man. Exactly. They have iPhones and everything. Um but yeah, that's I, I definitely think there's something supernatural going on here. Um especially with a, the cops covering it up, and B, the government buying up, like, or, or, like, claiming this land as, like, a national park and then just shutting it down from the public. I definitely think they're trying to prevent people from going in there because they know something's up in there. 100%. 100% fucking God, I, I have such fucking, like, mush brain today. Uh, this reminds me of a fucking movie I watched. I think it was... Oh, God. It, it wasn't the best movie ever, but it basically was, like, a, fo- a found footage film where this guy goes into yeah uh, i know what you're talking about and he he's doing like a bear grills thing yeah and then there's fuck. an alien that he hunts uh well i don't know if it's aliens but it's like the the, the mountie like the mountain rangers are like covering it up and he like ends up at their fucking like place and he's like oh yeah like we're covering this shit up and here's all these files that you shouldn't see but you can see them and <laughs> it, it's peek. like what do you think oh god yeah, I can't. I can't remember what it is, but this reminds me a lot about it. But yeah, I mean, that's that's really like I think it's a cryptid thing as well. Um, but I think other than that, I think that's really it for the the Valley of Headless Men. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's a very interesting story. Um, oh, I'm gonna see. Yeah, I would. I would like to watch like a full length documentary on this. I'm Dude, sure there's yeah. probably something out there, but I couldn't find anything. Uh, like over the past couple of days, but there's not um, a whole lot covering it as there should be. There should be a lot more on it, but unfortunately there's not. Um, 
I, I definitely recommend looking more into it. And again, Mr. Ballen has a great video on it, breaks down a lot of stuff. Apparently, it may not be the most accurate information, um, but he does have some pretty fun um, stuff to give you. With that being said, Doug, do you have anything to say to the people, the beautiful people, Badoo? Yeah. Um, if, uh, if you hear stories about something chopping uh off people's penises and uh or penises um don't go there like be <laughs> smart just be cool about it like don't be super chill don't because you need those you need your bean and your peen because then what are you gonna slap together when i tell you to yeah oh also i think we we're thinking of different movies i was thinking of a movie called man versus um Oh yeah, that's definitely not the one I was thinking yeah. of. It, it, Man versus is a hell of fun movie. I highly recommend it. I had a great time watching it. Um, basically, this dude like pulls a bear grills. He goes out into the woods. He goes camping. He brings like a GoPro with him, and he's like doing like YouTube tutorials. Like this is how you make a fire. This is how you hunt for for food. And then, uh, spoiler for people listening. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Um. He's like, oh, this is how you make food. And then, like, he notices, like, his traps, like, the food's being taken from his traps. There's something hunting him in the night. He doesn't know what it is. And it turns out it's an alien. And it turns out while he was in, like, the woods, like, aliens have just taken over the world. It's fucking dope. Go watch it. God, I really wish I could fucking figure out what this movie was called. But either way, um, yeah, do that, what Mike just said, (laughs) that I heard him say. Yes. Um, I would also like to say, um, you know, no, it's not troll hunter, natural hunter. No, it's not troll hunter. It's your mother. Janine, how you doing? Don't, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I have mush brain. I'm not even gonna try and look this up right now, but, uh, uh, I would also like to say real quick, um, Doug, shut up. And I would also like to also say. You know, linktree.com slash diludipod, diludipod.com, diludy.com. Go to all that shit. They they just link to our link tree right now. We don't have a website, but go anything that helps. Go to our link tree. It's got the links for everything you need in it. If you just Google diludipod or don't look under the internet, you'll find us fucking everywhere. Um, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash diludipod, chuck in something or nothing. That's up to you. I, I please, please give something. Um, if you. Uh, you, you go to uh, biasacoffee.com slash diludipod. Uh, but let's be real. You're going to buy some sort of liquor instead of coffee. We don't really drink coffee. Um, go to our Instagram, our Twitter, Facebook, all that. We're diludipod or don't look on the internet. You'll find us super easy. Um, buy our merch. We're, uh, what? Nope. Shut your little whore mouth, Mike. Um, we're about to switch merch <laughs> providers pretty soon here, so uh-huh. if you want anything that we currently have on our Teespring site, get it now because that'll probably be gone very soon. Yes, we'll have a new link for new merch uh, coming out soon with a provider that seems to do a much better job on their uh, product. Be on the lookout for that. Um, and then also, we have a really big push right now. We are trying to revamp and just make our YouTube channel much, much more pleasing to look at and be on for people to listen to the podcast. So please like, subscribe, hit that, hit that bell. Smash um, that motherfucking like button. 
we uh, we really appreciate you guys following us on YouTube, um, as it will help us do better stuff for you guys in the long run. Yes, we are. So, also, thank you. We're also trying to do something very fun for Halloween on YouTube. So go on there while you can, because I'm hoping it works out well. Um, and that's what I have to say on that one. No, no promises, but yes, we do have something in the works that is going to be pretty wild, actually. If we can get it to work, we, we still have bugs to work out. So we're getting there. No promises, but we're hoping we have something fun for Halloween. Anyway, the last thing I want to say is if you can review us on Spotify or Apple uh, podcast, that'd be super cool. Um, give us a five star rating. Um, leave us a comment or, or, or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll read them on the show. And then, if you want to get in, you know, talk to us a little bit more personally, um, you can reach us at our Google phone number at six three zero nine zero nine nine three six six. Um, one more time, that is six three zero nine zero nine nine three six six. You can text us or leave us a voicemail. If you leave us a voicemail, we will play it on the show. Very fun that we do that. Um, one more time. I muted you in the Discord so that you couldn't. They couldn't hear you say it. Six three zero nine zero nine nine three six. it again. That's Stupid. fine. I'm not talking to the Discord. I'm talking to all of our listeners. So you're that's fine. Stupid. But the Discord didn't hear, it, and that's all I can do from not being in the <laughs> same room. <laughs> Suck it. Um, and then go love Orthon. Go pray to him every night. I want you to go to your local dentist's office at two in the morning. Go park in their uh, parking lot and just say thank you. Oh, God. I just had another thought uh, real quick before we wrap up. Um, For uh, October as well, uh, we need listeners' spooky stories. So if you could, like, email us your story. If you want to be, like, we might do another hometown horrors type thing where we have, like, people call in to tell their stories uh, on the actual podcast. Send us an email specifically, not a text, not a voicemail. Send us an email with the story written out. Yep. That way we can vet the story and then, you know, have a place to contact you uh, to get you on the episode. Now, don't quote me on this. Uh, we have not had a chance to uh, really get together in a while, all of us. So we have a lot of like workshopping to do, but we want to try and get that to be a thing every October. Yeah, so. and and to make it even easier on us too, uh, it's deludipod at gmail dot com. Make sure you you fucking uh, title it hometown horrors. Yeah, put like your Discord name or just your first and last name, whatever you don't mind us saying out loud. Hometown horror with your name somewhere tag yes. whatever it is but, somewhere. But make sure you put hometown horrors because we will be searching that that phrase, and if you didn't put that. We won't see it, so it won't get on the show. So make sure you put in the the title "Hometown Horrors." That's important. Please do. And if you've already sent us a voicemail, just send us an email as well. Yes, please, 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 please. Um, yeah, that's all I got. So thank you everyone for tuning in. Thank you for having uh, a good time with us. Uh, we promise we're going to get back to normal at some point. It may not be the next episode. It might be the one after that. But we'll see what the fuck happens. Right, Doug. We sure will. So have a day, have a life, um, love your dad, kiss him, and then uh, go again to your local dentist and just say thank you. Uh, 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 Goodbye. (laughs) Bye.
Hey, this is John. I got sent here by Moot to tell you a story about something that happened to me, my brother, uh, my friend and his brother or cousin, which can't remember which. It happened about roughly 10 years ago. Me and my brother went to hang out with our friends who lived about a mile away. We met halfway and stopped to decide what to do, which ended up being to check out an abandoned schoolhouse between our houses. Inside, is a, there's a classroom, just one, it's a little building, like 100 years old. And then a couple storage rooms, a basement, an attic, and a coat room. In the classroom, they had a big blackboard, and it basically just said in the middle, he's coming. A bunch of 666s six, and other random weird things. In the attic, it's littered with all doll heads and body parts and junk, a dead raccoon, and a Ouija board. From there, we moved on. We decided to explore the old railroad tracks just down the road. The beginning was pretty uneventful. Looked through some old, looked like broken down buildings in the woods for anything cool. Nothing really. And my buddy started feeling sick and we noticed our phones just started dying real fast until dead. Shortly after, we decided to sit down for a while when we noticed a, a black figure coming towards us down the tracks. It wasn't very alarming at first, because, you know, there's animals and stuff out here. But then it started, for like a lack of better word, splitting apart two at a time from the main body. So it would be like one, three, five, up to seven. At which point we ran. I mean, I think anybody would. And as we're running back, four of them, two from each side, moved off into the trees. So where we couldn't see them, but the trees were moving. And we, we bolted all the way out the railroad tracks, all the way out to this church. When we turned around from there, we could see them all stopped at the edge of the woods, and then they just went back into the woods, and they were gone. Uh, that's that's pretty much that for that. But years later, I, asked, I told my mom about it, and she looked me dead in the eyes and said, a lot of people have seen weird things around this area since she was a little kid, probably longer. I asked some people around town about stuff like that, but nobody would tell me anything, just said it was similar. And uh, that, that's about it. Oh, thank you. Have a good one. Don't look under the internet. internet.